0: We are, go, go, we have liftoff, awesome, <laughs> um, yeah, hi guys and welcome to episode 3 of Taylor Talks Boxing, uh, I appreciate that I haven't been able to podcast in a little while, uh, I've been super busy with, with different things, things at home, but today uh, I'm going to make it up to you guys by bringing along a very special guest, uh, I'm joined today by the fight site, boxing analyst and general all around know it all uh lukash fendrick uh welcome lukash
1: thank you for having me and um thanks for the um the build up nothing to live up to there <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no no there's no, no pressure bud no pressure yeah. i um so we've we've got a a pretty good couple of things to go over for you guys today um there's been quite a lot going on the last couple of uh, weeks and we've had some big big fights and the, the one that we're gonna start with and uh I mean it needs no introduction really, is uh Chocolatito Estrada two. Uh so that massive rematch. So this might be an interesting one for you guys because me and Lukash both saw it different ways. Um and we're gonna be uh duking the mat and uh I'm gonna look really stupid in about fifteen minutes time. Uh once Lukash has just completely rebutted all of my points. <laughs> um but yeah, as you might be able to um Tell from my Twitter or, or Lukash's Twitter. Um, I s- followed the general consensus. I scored it for Chocolatito, uh, and at most, I could kind of see a draw. Whereas, to my knowledge, Lukash, you had it for Estrada.
1: I did. I had it by one round for Estrada, and uh, weirdly enough, I rescored it after the fight. I did a second rescore, <laughs> and I got it by the same score, but with different rounds. So um, mm. I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but.
0: I think it's 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 one of those fights. Like from the from the jump here, um, I, I, I will say this: it is one of those fights where there were more than enough close rounds to justify it. Like I have no problem at the time; I was outraged, um, but you know that's just me being reactionary. Uh, you know, um, it's one of those fights where I really do think it pretty much comes down as to what you like.
1: Yeah. Um, um... I like anyone who follows me on Twitter knows I like Estrada, so there might be some bias linking <laughs> <getting> into that. <laughs> just but, uh, a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, uh, I think uh, we're talking about this a little after the fight. Is um, I have no problem scoring it for for Chocolatito. I was a little bit uh, the were, the were people who were... like you you were outraged, and there were a few other people saying, you know, anyone who scored it for for Estrada just can't have been watching it properly. And it's like no, there was one the one judge's card that was awful. But um, mm. but I feel like you know saying anyone who's trying to just didn't know what they were seeing was a little bit, a little bit over the top. That's yeah. my wounded pride. It's my wounded pride.
0: <laughs> I saw um, our colleague who was who was similarly outraged, uh, Oli, Oli Raderecht. Um, yeah. And I thought this was quite interesting actually because you know obviously it was a very different fight, um, but it seemed like a lot of the outrage was quite similar to Golovkin Canelo one. And uh, yeah. there was one ridiculous scorecard that kind of tainted it for everyone. Um, and it was, you know, some people saw it for, for one way. Uh, there was like a consensus opinion, that, you know, Golovkin won and whatever. Um, so you can kind of see that comparison. Obviously, they're completely different fights.
1: Um, yeah. But I
0: would say this is probably closer, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's more of an argument for Estrada here than I think there was for Canelo.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that fight was it all went in one direction. It was all Golovkin chasing Canelo, slipping out, and it was whether whether or not you thought Canelo was doing enough as he moves away to win. Whereas this one, there was so much back and forth. It was incredible. It was, uh,
0: yeah, there's no way you're topping that for fight of the year in my opinion, unless um, unless coley. Produces a world class hug fest tonight. Uh,
1: <laughs> Lawrence and, and like... Curly, yeah. So, for, for, for context of that comment, Lawrence Cody is fighting in just a few minutes' time as a, uh, as have we you, record. Have you got the stream up now? I don't. Uh, do I have it up? I have the zone open. Uh, I have it paused. I can Tell help, you what,
0: man. I'm gonna get my computer and I will have it just so I can, mm. as we're as we're recording. If there's any big moments, we can capture it as we go. Um, mm. But and by big moments, I mean like some world class hugging. You know, struggle yeah. with a cuddle.
1: Uh. Well, my my boy Joe Cordina is fighting right now. So there's a little while yet before recording. Well, it's Cordina so, yeah. on. Yeah.
0: Oh, fantastic! I like Cordino as well. I haven't seen Cordina in ages.
1: Yeah, he's had an unfortunate career. We've gone slightly off subject here. He's gone. Uh, because <laughs> we're so good at staying on on topic um it's yeah, fine gone, you know, on... there's
0: a lot of parallels between Chocolatito and Cordina so very much
1: very much so no
0: uh,
1: the British Chocolatito is um is Kashmarouk didn't you know uh,
0: I did not know but thank you for yeah. telling me
1: he's um he's Chocolatito because he's you know the, the Scotsman
0: <laughs> I um Hold on, I'm, I'm going to get the stream up now. This is actually this is live reporting, guys. I swear to I we're, we're at the fight, I swear.
1: Um Yeah, yeah, we're here. I I live <laughs> in Germany, so I've got design with everything. So, so I've got it, you know.
0: Yeah, I've got um Sky Sports, so I can use well, it's not mine, but uh I probably shouldn't admit that on on podcast. It's my it's my my dad's. So it's not too bad.
1: Um yeah, That's fine. You're allowed to use your family's.
0: <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> bloody hope so, but they've uh, they've got the oh Fowler Fowler got a KO. Yeah,
1: I, uh, I saw him celebrating.
0: Uh, he was um, apparently he was stunned early on though. They were saying. Yeah,
1: I I switched on in the middle of into the middle of the fight, and they were saying this is a really good, really good, really good fight, really good fight, and then I went to do something else, and when I came back, it was over. So, yeah.
0: yeah, no, it's it's one of those ones where hold on, it's saying here Glavosky, um is is a two time world champion. I know he was a one time world champion. I didn't know he got it a second time.
1: I That's weird. I haven't. I, even though he's my countryman, I haven't followed Bobatsky's career that much. So.
0: I watched him against Huck, and that was a really good fight. To be fair, um, I really enjoyed that. But the since then, all I remember him for is Do you remember that that one against Breedis, where it just like turned into an MMA fight mm. really quick.
1: I vaguely remember it. Like, he's, yeah, he's not the, he's a scrappy, scrappy guy. He's not the, um, you know, greatest fighter in the world. He's he's fine. Yeah, it's lots of
0: power, like, good t- heart, toughness. Um, you know, it, I don't think he's winning any... Um, mm-hmm. You know, beauty contest with his style, but at the same time, uh, I enjoy him. Yeah, but anyway, we are getting really off topic now, <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm just going to steer us back on course. So, as for the the Chocolatito Estrada rematch itself, um, there seems to be two schools of thought. I, you know, uh, feel free to disagree with me here if if uh, if you don't you don't agree. Um, but it seems to me like there's a lot of schools of thought of some people prefer the, the pressure and combinations of Chocolatito, the coming-forward style and whatever, and others prefer the fact that Estrada was better at range and had some really nice bodywork throughout.
1: Yeah, I think there's some of that. And um, I think the, the reason I ended up leading Estrada was basically because um, when, apart from around round eight, which I'm sure we're going to get on um, for the most part, Estrada was winning very cleanly at range. Like Chocolito said, wasn't really in the fight when it was at range uh, for the most of the fight. Whereas when it was in the pocket, even though Choco- even if Chocolito was winning more of the exchanges, Estrada was still having his day. And I think how much you favour what Chocolito was doing, you know, how how much of that, how much of the pocket work you were giving him, I think really turns. It's, it's what what uh, where you're scoring. Will hang on, really.
0: His, uh, yeah yeah no yeah. i think that's very fair i mean personally i felt like a, a lot of the times when it was in the pocket i i had estrada was landing some good work and stuff and i think his his body punching his counter combination punching was really good um but i do think as well uh, you know one of the things i spoke to you about is i really i thought trococito's guard was fantastic
1: and yeah
0: um you know he's slipping on the front foot and um you know, parrying, blocking, catching shots with his gloves. I thought he did a really good job of yeah. deflecting a lot of, uh, and the, the the punches that stand out for me, the the ones I remember the most were the clean right hands that that Chock landed, a lot. And, you know, Estrada Estrada landed some eye catching ones of himself, of, of his own, um, but that right hand in particular, that and you know, when Choc would miss a punch and then use the weight transfer on his hip to like load it up for another. I thought he was, I I thought he did a great performance.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's excellent at that. Using, using the reaction to one punch to follow up the next. Like there's, in the time that I've been really, you know, firmly watching boxing, which is like 10 years now, like roughly that, there hasn't been anyone as good at him as that at that particular thing of uh, chaining the combinations.
0: The only one yeah. I would say who I've seen as good as him at doing it is Marquez. It's the only yeah. one I would say. Um, yeah. I don't think I can think of anyone else who is as good as adjusting their combinations on the fly in response to what an opponent's doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's uh, very, very much in that tradition, isn't he? The, the yeah. Marquez.
0: And he's he's got it as well. Um, I mean, that's the main thing. I remember he's still got it. Um, I remember saying to to a couple of you guys beforehand that um, I really wasn't sure whether he'd have the legs for 12 rounds. And I'm not saying, you know, I, I, I do think he had the volume. We saw that against fire. We saw that against Israel Gonzalez. Um, but whether he could maintain that pace with the legs... Um, and I didn't think he would have the legs to do it, and, and he did slow down, um, but yeah. I do think as well that, uh, I think you mentioned it earlier, round eight, where Estrada was pushing him back but wasn't really doing much, and Choc could kind of have a bit of a breather um, and outbox him on the back foot.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that was one thing, that, um, it happened in the first fight, it wasn't as much of a thing in this fight, but it, um both of these guys, um, they kind of uh, beat each other's best strengths. So um, Estrada's obviously his timing is his, you know, usual his best skill. But Chocolatito can outtime him, and on the other hand, Chocolatito can go volume for volume with anyone. But he doesn't really go do, you know, the really long combinations with Estrada because if he does that, Estrada has better hand speed and can, you know, can start to punch with him, and then he gets gets the better. So I think they learned from each other from the first part as well. It's a little adjustment to what they already knew about each other, which is really interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, and I, I, think, I think it was Ryan who spoke about it, but he was saying he didn't particularly like how Estrada got off his combinations. I think it was Ryan. It might have been Ryan. Um, something to do with the way, I'm trying to remember what he said to me now. Um, he said he wasn't too keen with, so uh, kind of dif- different to you. I think it was Ryan. I'm, I'm really not sure, um,
1: but Ryan's he, a mechanical perfectionist, so it sounds like something he'd say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Basically, he didn't like the mechanics of Estrada's combinations, but I thought generally and stuff, uh, his cancer combinations were really good. He has got great hand mm. speed, and even if it's not mechanically perfect, uh, you know, it's clearly good enough to hang with
1: yeah. one of the best combination punches yeah. in the sport. Yeah, and I think the thing with Estrada as well, he isn't um, as he doesn't react as much from punch to punch but um, he's really excellent at um, guiding using his combinations you know he rolls down with the combinations and you know left, uh, left to right so he's never he's always moving his opponent one way and then hitting the other angle um, and that's Chocolate is obviously really good at doing dealing with that but you know there's only so much you can you can hide from him when he's doing it when when Estrada's on a roll. And in some yeah. ways, uh, the in some ways the bad you know what what you might see as bad mechanics, it takes some power away from him. But it it's about finding the angle, right? You it know, has its, it's advantages. Some, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's not off balance or anything. Like from what I, I what am I seeing him, he's not he's not off he's not vulnerable when he does it.
0: So yeah, like, he's I just, agree. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I would agree with that. I think that's that's pretty fair like i can't see any I personally i i think he's fine um with his form i don't really you know if you're going to be nit- nitpicking and stuff maybe
1: yeah um yeah i mean if you, if you're in the ring with chocolatito who's one of the best uh punch, um, punch perfect form guys of the last you know 20 years you're going to spot a few few little errors here and there but you know I don't think it's a thing to make a... Th- I don't think it's a thing that turned him to fight either way, so...
0: But one thing that we did pick up on, well, or more specifically, you did, um, was the corner advice from Estrada when his corner told him that he needed the knockout. Um, yeah,
1: that was bizarre.
0: Yeah, it wasn't ideal. Um, I, I I, I get in the heat of the moment, especially... It seemed to me like his corner were convinced he was down, uh, obviously, yeah. Um so I can see why they wanted the him to be more aggressive, but also, you know, if you want to win rounds, that's not the ideal approach to go about it.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, not with Chocolatito, anyway. So. Yeah.
0: And banking on the knockout, I mean, you know, obviously, saw Saul side pulled it off and whatever, but generally, I wouldn't bank on knocking out Chocolatito. If, you know, I wouldn't bank my strategy on that.
1: Not at all. No, I mean, it's... Yeah, if you're a bit, much bigger guy than him. But even though Astralis, he's comfortable at this weight, but he's not big at this weight. He's not a massive puncher at this weight. So, um, yeah. No, it was a bad call, and it just put him in chocolate as well and more often than he needed to be. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think if I had, you know, if I was doing it, I would be... At range trying to get on my bike um, yeah. and not oblige him with what he wants um,
1: yeah. and to be honest it was if you were if you were going to try to knock out chocolate it probably is trying to trying try to pull him out of position especially now you know even though he he looked fantastic but he is uh, older than he was um, trying to get him to you know really play an outboxing game and trying to get his him to pull himself out of position chasing you probably a better strategy than trying to beat him in a pocket boxing contest (laughs) because this is not going to happen. I mean, it did, but (laughs) you're not going to knock him out.
0: I'm I'm, I'm trying to restrain myself from swearing (laughs) and cursing you. (laughs) I I can't remember. So I've rewatched it three times now and and I can see it for Estrada. It's just not usually the kind of stuff I prefer when I score. And that's basically the best you're going to get out of me um i i spoke to to uh to to lee wiley about it um and shout out to the big man himself as well uh for that uh fantastic performance from lee mcgregor last night um yeah. i know we wanted to mention that because um i didn't catch the whole thing uh of last night's boxing i know there was a few guys um another one of his boys was on shabazz mamood
1: yeah, um, yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the whole card. I just caught because I was watching some uh, regional UK MMA. So you know, fantastic. Oh,
0: wow. What was that like, Cage Warriors?
1: <laughs> Cage Warriors, yeah, yeah.
0: Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, you know, McGregor looked fantastic last night. Uh, Lee, not Connor. Um, yeah. but yeah, no. So uh, shout out to to Wiley uh, yeah. who is living the dream
1: at the minute. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a very. I mean, I, I want to talk about that a little bit. Maybe. Once we wrap up this uh, Estrada discussion, we'll get onto that a little bit. Yeah, A few for sure. minutes to talk about that. But let's get back to what Lee Wiley said about Estrada because um, that's where you were going with this.
0: Yeah, no, and I I'm not surprised that you want me to go back to what Lee Wiley said about Estrada because because like he you, agrees with me. And that means i right. Because <laughs> like you, yeah, Lee Lee scored it for Estrada seven five. Um, yeah. so I <laughs> I wonder mean, you're so keen.
1: Yeah. Lee doesn't like a body shot. Like, he's a very he like he loves. It. I mean, there wasn't that much clinch work in there, but um, there was a lot of framing and um, pushing about. And I think Estrada, I would say Estrada won the battle, but he was getting the body shots in by doing that. Yeah, so, and they were important as well, especially like with
0: yeah. uh, you know slowing Chocolizito down and yeah. making him a little bit more discouraged to come mm.
1: forward without so much reckless yeah. abandon. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: same so yeah, no. one thing
1: I would say, um, quick and real quick, for any any fan who's interested in how important framing is and your position of your hands and of your body and everything when you're fighting in the pocket, that fight was a superb example because both of them constantly just without being dirty, just constantly finding finding the angle, finding you know putting their arm in the right position to. To block to block their opponent's movement, to give themselves a better angle to punch, and just constantly adjusting as well. Like it was never the same battle twice. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah.
0: Lining, I love I love in general. Um, one of the things I'm a sucker for is is using uh, like an extended hand or an extended punch to like line up your next shot. So the one I think of is uh, Canelo Canelo Kovalev did it, uh, where you know you'll. You'll throw a right hand for example and then you'll use that to direct the head. You know, Mayweather did it a lot as well yeah. into the path of certain punches and there was a little bit of that going on. It was uh yeah, it was really it was a really beautiful battle on the inside. Um and I, I think as as well, um one of the things I was impressed with as uh from both because Estrada is a more comfortable super flyweight. Um, you know, he's he's much more comfortable the way. Chock is not a big guy uh at yeah. one one eighteen. Uh, but I thought the the physical side because I thought that was going to play more of a part uh, the physicality so, uh, when I when I did my prediction so so like you um, I predicted an Estrada win on points uh,
1: yeah
0: Well, you predicted a late KO and I, I said there was yeah. a good possibility of that um,
1: yeah but not that, t- that way at all but yeah
0: you know. yeah no I, I can see yeah. though I can see like I. You know, I, I was very much on the same page as you there. I basically thought that he would take away Chok's legs, and Chok would be yeah. old.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's fair to say that Chok, he did—he looked better than he did against Yafai and um, um, the other fellow whose name is forgotten. Israel Gonzalez, that's the one. Um, yeah, he looked like in those fights he didn't have the head movement. He didn't. Like, his feet were a bit slower, but it was the head movement that was notably just not there as much. And like I don't know whether he just didn't feel the need or what it what it, what it was, but it was there in this fight, especially after the first two rounds. I was so surprised. The head movement was so
0: yeah, so that I, really I was, did
1: make a difference.
0: I was really surprised because I, I I've gone on record before saying I basically thought that the Yafai performance was a mirage. Uh, I didn't think he looked amazing against Israel Gonzalez, um, and I I, I, I was. <sighs> despite being a choc fan I, I I did write him off a little here um, I really did yeah I got some encouragement I mean, from Estrada against Quadras
1: uh, but yeah but Quadras is always a, you know he's he's not very good but he's always tricky <laughs> to look good against his uh, he's,
0: yeah uh, I disagreed with you on Quadras I think because I don't think he's yeah. great by any stretch but I also think he's very awkward and can pose a lot of guys a lot of issues
1: yeah yeah, he's a good I against. Yeah. I think he does enough to make make guys work, but I think he's um you know, even when he beat uh when he beat um Sr or it was a uh, he was probably gonna end up losing that fight until the uh flash of heads and the cut stopped it, right? He was um Yeah. He doesn't do enough like he does enough to make these guys work, but he doesn't have the game plan and the uh the um sort of all round um technique to to oh yeah, his
0: mechanics are awful. Yeah. Um, yeah, his mechanics are awful and he's he's got some good stuff about him like he's got some awkward timing and movement. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, 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 yeah, sorry. One thing that yeah, he does do well is that uh, from what I remember he doesn't look uh, <coughs> there's not a lot of tell on his shots like, it's really hard to know what he's going to throw. He's, um, he comes from pretty much the same place he, where he's thrown to the head of the body which makes it hard to hard to defend against him. But, yeah, you
0: know. yeah, and he, he does have awkward timing, um, I always think his his timing is, and he's suited, yeah. I remember Chock obviously really struggled against him, um, you know, I wouldn't say really, but it was a, you know, a really close fight, and yeah. you know, I yeah. wouldn't have it against you if you scored a yeah. draw, or
1: maybe even for Quadras. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, but, that was, there was a size nice
1: thing going on there for sure, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah but, but
0: also a... as well, um, Chok's style, you know, the, the precious style is something that suits Quadras. Um, he's, yeah, he's, that's probably fair to say, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. I think it was a the the durability and physicality of Quadros meant he could you know survive and get his own licks in, and B um, stylistically that's not a nice fight for for Chok. Um a guy who wants you to come to him really um, and likes you know likes you doing that. Um, he's more suited to those kind of fights. Yeah, that's why uh, he struggled against. I think it was McJoe Ario? Might
1: have been the other one, uh, McWilliams. I don't know, something like that. I can't remember. All I remember from the Arroyo brothers, one of their fights, one of their shoes came apart while they were boxing. That, uh, <laughs> might have been the chocolatey tiff fight. can't you're remember. You're a true fan, you're a
0: true fan, mm. Lucas, you're a true connoisseur yeah. <laughs> of, of good <laughs> fighters. Um, but one thing I will mention is, right, so the decision has happened. Even though we may not necessarily agree on it, um, you know, what do you want to see next? Because there's a couple of ideas floating around right now, and I'm interested to hear where you would like to see both of these guys go from here.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see an immediate rematch, but for the division and just because of what has to happen, um, Estrada versus uh, rum versaia for the, their rematch, and then I would like to see Chocolatito fight one of the other champions, but it's going to be... Um, Ioka. Ayoka isn't it it's going to be yeah. Ayoka because it's not going to be um, Antares is it Antares Antares yeah. it's not going to be Antares because he just doesn't fight good fighters <laughs> yeah so, no, um, so I'd no love like to basically yeah basically have a little mini tournament have um have Gonzalez fighting Antares and then have uh, Rungvisai fight Estrada settle their little round Robin and um, have the winners fight each other that would probably yeah. be the best for the division
0: yeah, no, for sure. I, I, the one I want to see next is uh, Chocothito Ioka. Um, that's the one that I'm, uh, I, I want to see out of all of them, really. Um, like, yeah. well, ideally in a perfect world, I'd like to see the trilogy fight, because it was so damn good. Um, but, I think it would be even better if Choc, it, say, and I'm not saying he will, because that's a legitimately hard fight at this point. Um, yeah. But Choc Ioka, um, for the, I'd, I'd probably pick the chalk, uh that we saw the weekend, but it's not like a given I think Ioka's you know really proved mm-hmm. a lot against um, Tanaka um, yeah
1: that that was a, I wasn't expecting that at all Like obviously yeah, I've always rated Tanaka a bit higher than you do but um, that was a uh, quite a performance
0: I was a bit of a coin flip on it because I thought oh I can see it going. Uh, I basically I watched Ioka against Donnie Neats. Yes, I did. Neats, you know what I mean. The, the yeah. um, and looking at it and stuff, Neats was having a lot of success early on in the pocket and up close, and then Ioka was kind of getting the better of him up range and stuff. Um, but there was nothing there that suggested to me, oh, this guy is going to handle Tanaka. Um, but then I don't rate yeah. Tanaka as you said nearly as high as you do. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like Tanaka really paid at the new way, He really paid for his. Um, I mean, you called it perfectly. the He leads himself vulnerable in the pocket, and I was just not. I wasn't expecting him for it to get quite that brutally exposed. You know. Yeah, um, I've I
0: to, in. ever yeah. since I started watching him, I, I thought that it was coming. I just didn't expect it to be against Ioka. Yeah,
1: fair um, enough. I,
0: I I I thought that it would be the kind of performance, uh, the way he was going and stuff, and the way he wasn't fixing it. I thought it was going to come against someone like Chok, um, yeah. but it was, you know, and you know, fair play to Ioka. Um, but awkward one for Tanaka because he's going to have to change things up, obviously, going forward. Um, but I st- I'd love to see him against Chok still because I think that would be so much
1: fun. Still, sometimes it's the kind of loss you need. You know, it exposes flaws to the world to see. He's got to work on them. Is he a young fella? Hopefully, he does. Yeah, I hope he does, because yeah. he's exciting to watch. He's super fun. Um, yeah.
0: uh, you know, who knows? 2022, maybe he moves back down and has the undisputed fight with Sonny Edwards. <laughs> yeah,
1: Sonny Edwards, r- rumoured to be fighting, well, not even, reported to be fighting uh, Maruti Methelaine. Yeah, um, I, I don't know
0: if the M is silent. I, I, I've i always said Methelaine,
1: but I have no idea mm. if it's, so- I don't know, mm-hmm. no idea. Uh, is yeah, easier. Not. In any case, hopefully they'll fight. It's not been completely confirmed yet that people seem confident that that's what's happening. So it's oh, a big big, won, big man. step up for Sunny. Yeah,
0: Top yeah. One's cool because mm. Fellaini is, is really good and has been really yeah. underrated for years. But yeah. he's old as dirt. Yeah. Um, it feels like the kind of fight where he's going to England, apparently. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And I could very much see it being a case of he needs to knock Sonny out to get a, get a decision here. Uh, to get yeah. a win here, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, this is the thing. If they're if they're exactly as good as both of them were in the last fight, then, um, then Thelaine's going to win. But um, Sonny, I think, is not improving fight to fight. And Methane is 38 now and hasn't fought for a year and a half, so or won't have fought for a year and a half by the time the fight happens if it does. That's a long time for a guy that age to be out. So, um, and so especially at this weight,
0: um, yeah. you know, guys at guys at that, that weight do not last nearly as long <clears throat> as you know, like yeah. the heavyweights who can keep going yeah. until they're Louis Ortiz, yeah. you know, 60. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's it's, a, it's a, it feels like for me. It seems like Sonny might just be getting him at the right time.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think... We have, we've talked about him a little bit before. The thing with Sonny is, um, out of all the sort of British prospects, he does make probably... He makes some really bad errors, which I think is what people see when he's coming out of the pocket. He just gets it really wrong sometimes. But if he fixes that, his the timing, the way he plays with timing and, um, and distance and all of that kind of stuff is just, I think... On a different level to most British prospects I see coming up, so I could see him. You know, people talk about um, he's going to get a robbery if he goes to points, and I could see him legitimately winning on points as well. Like it's not, I don't think that it's a massive jump, and he might not have the he might not have the the class to to do it legitimately. It's hard to say say from the opponents he's had so far, but he might do. He's got the the like the the ability to mix up his rhythm and play with all that.
0: Yeah, I think that's very fair and he talks about mistakes he makes um, and, and the biggest one that comes to my mind is uh, turning up to a fight wearing pigtails. Um, but uh, well,
1: <laughs> he did that on a bit so, you know, fair play to him. He put it yeah, to tw- Twitter That's what I'd say, and, uh... and I got abused on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I completely yeah. agree. I think he's he's clearly very talented and yeah. I, I was speaking to my brother about it because I, I, I messaged a message him saying this is rumoured in the works and um, my brother brought up uh, Charlie Edwards versus Casimiro, uh, and some parallels yeah. there of young prospect coming up against older, well-established champion. Um, the difference is, I think Sonny is a fair bit better than Charlie. Um,
1: yeah.
0: by quite some way. Um, even if we haven't necessarily seen it yet, I just I think he's better. Um, yeah, he's
1: just got more. Yeah, like the the exact the rhythm stuff that I was talking about, the, the varying the rhythm and everything. Charlie just doesn't do that. He fight, he throws everything at the same at the same speed every time. It's always never combinations, yes. just yes. one two, get out of yeah. there. Um exactly. to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sorry, you are saying? Oh, yeah, I was saying I quite like, when he's got the right opponent, I do quite like watching Charlie, but he's not, a, he's not a deep fighter, and I think Sonny, we don't know if he's deep yet, but he's got it in him to be. So. I just
0: like that he What's just on? lets his hands go a little more. That's honestly, yeah. that's all I appreciate. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Every time I've watched yeah. Charlie, I've, I've really, really not liked what I've seen, really. Um, I remember watching him against mm. Martinez um, and, and thinking to myself, like, my God. Um, this is just going to end, you know. And Martinez is a quality fighter, but I remember watching it and thinking like, "This is trouble waiting to happen." Like there is nothing here that. I, but whereas with Sunny, I think there's a yeah, there's a lot more that I like, and there's a lot more to him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's fair.
0: But yeah, it, it's it's a tough one to say. It always is with these kind of matchups. You've got a talented young prospect fighting at home against you know the, the old veteran who who's still very good but isn't. You know, is he going to fall off a cliff? When is it happening? We know it's coming, but is it there yet? Has he got enough left? Um, I, I personally, I can. I'd probably have to watch some more tape of how, Fulane looked against Yagashi. Um, yeah. I watched highlights of it, I believe, but I haven't watched the whole thing. Um, yeah. But he's he's really underrated. The South African, he's yeah. like been the most underrated champion of what like the last ten years. Yeah.
1: And he's been avoided, very avoided avoided as well. I mean, this is a fight between two guys who are avoided because obviously it's a whole different level of fighters who are not stepping in the room with him. But but, uh, Methylane's really struggled to get anyone in the room with him. And uh, Sonny's had the British title for, what is it, a year and a half now? Yeah, no
0: one wants to No one stepped up to the plate, so... Yeah, Yeah, no. I, um... This is the interesting thing though I, I, One thing I was going to say is And I don't know if you have any idea about this I have no idea what weight Sonny fights at I swear he's been bouncing around Flyweight to super flyweight for the last like Three years up
1: and down Yeah Because his last fight was at fly, But this will be back down at Fly Yeah, yeah, I yeah think no,
0: it will I, be Because obviously Fellain I, is the fly yeah. champion
1: yeah i think there's a thing where he doesn't want to fight in the same division as his brother but then he feels the need he has to and then he's like no i don't want to fight in the same i think there's a bit of that going on you know
0: yeah yeah Um, it's just really strange like like uh, some i remember someone asked me a while ago like what division does Sonny edwards compete at and i was like i don't think even Sonny knows um but
1: yeah i mean i I suspect you'll settle at superfly eventually but um the belts are definitely more attainable at flyweight right now, so... Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: yeah. You know, jumping up to Fellain, as good as he is, is very different from, obviously, jumping up to Estrada and Ioka. Um, yeah. But it's slight difference. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that's, you know, obviously it's still all rumours and whatnot, um, but I, it's, it's it took me by surprise. Um, but I, I like it, I like it. I think it's a a good opportunity for Sonny. Even if he doesn't win, um, we get to learn a lot more about him and it'll be a good experience. Um, yeah. You know, and it's not going to be, as good as Mfellain is, it's not going to be like a trial by fire where, I don't know, like, you know, you throw yeah. Anthony Yard in with Kovalev or Johnson in with Beterbiev. Yeah. You know, they're not going
1: to beat, Flaine's not yeah. going
0: to beat you and ruin your career.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, I think the, the Casimiro uh, comparison with Charlie is, is fair because like you know, for whatever you say about Charlie, he took that he took that fight on probably a bit too early, but um he took a clean loss and learned from it. You know, he's a better fighter afterwards, even yeah. though you know, we, we still want him to do more, but he was a better fighter after that fight than he was before. I think, I think that's the, something to be said for them kind of fights. I really do. Yeah. Um
0: you know, yeah. and who was it we were talking about? The um I forgot his his first name now, but Morel, the uh the Cuban super middle
1: yeah, he goes uh, by David. I don't is think David that's his
0: real, real, real or name. Yeah. Yeah, I think his actual name is Osvani. Yeah. O- Osvani. Something sounds like Yeah. Um, but we were talking about this the other day because he's he's got some kind of like silver budget trinket now, hasn't he? Like some kind of belt at yeah. um at one sixty. I
1: think he's got like a. Yeah. Well, he's got like an interim. Like he's in line for the uh, for the top for one of the titles, whichever one it is.
0: Yeah, it's WBC. Uh, uh, yeah. It was Benavidez. Yeah. Uh, I think he's yeah. got an
1: interim or something like, something ridiculously correctly, you know, too, yeah, too much, yeah. It's the interim international silver belt, probably. Okay. <laughs> and,
0: uh, in, yeah, or bronze belt or maybe ruby belt, who knows, um, not even Mauricio knows at this point. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I remember we spoke about it because at the time Benavides hadn't blown weight, um, and, and was still, um, you know, the champion. And I remember talking about it, and, you know, it's a very different kind of step up for Sonny with Inflame than it would be for someone like Morel mm. against Benavidez. Yeah. You know, one is a learning yeah. curve. The other is um, <laughs> being thrown into the shark tank uh, <laughs> when you yeah. don't know how yeah. to yeah. swim. That
1: that would be Kawasaki Lacey style, you know, cruelty. Yeah. That would be <laughs> completely
0: pointless. Oh, I was wondering when you were going to bring up Kawasaki onto, onto the podcast.
1: Um, are, are you suggesting that, uh, that you know who my second favourite boxer is? Of yes, I
0: am. <laughs> and I'm also suggesting... Wait, is he second? He is second. I thought he was first.
1: No, he's joint top with uh, Henry Jones. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, Roberto Duran's my favourite of all time. But um, of the guys I grew up sort of watching the, that I've got like, a personal sort of, you know, nostalgia for, it's Jones and Calzaghe.
0: I thought it was Kazagi and then Fowler.
1: I mean, power is sort of outside the <laughs> rankings. It just takes over everything. <laughs> I um,
0: yeah, no, I, I, actually, i come up with a drinking game. It's uh, every time you mention Kelzaghi in a conversation, I take a shot. But I ended up in hospital pretty damn quick. Uh, so yeah, alcohol poisoning is no joke. Please drink responsibly, everyone.
1: Um, it could be but, worse. You could have said post goals.
0: <laughs> oh god, oh god! Don't even get wait until uh, wait until the end of the podcast, guys. When I. Uh, once again, reveal the truth that Lampard is in fact better than Skulls. Uh, <coughs> uh, anyway, moving on before uh, Lukash leaves in fury uh, in a Piers Morgan style walkout. Um, yeah, no, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting one. Uh, so, moving on from, we, I feel like we've talked more about Edwards and Fulane than we have Estrada Chalk. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think ideally I'd like to see. Saurong so Vasai against Estrada, uh, and So Vasai will fight the entire time orthodox and will beat Estrada this time. You heard it here first. No, it's,
1: it's not <laughs> impossible. It's not impossible. I think Estrada has adjustments to make too. But yeah, no, I've, I. Yeah. I think and also, also Rong Vasai has. Uh, he looked that like, he just didn't care. He had the the fight the day before the Estrada Chocolatito one, and it was just he just didn't care to be there. Uh, he Wait, doesn't look fought, like he's really? been yeah he fought the day before the rematch oh, I had no idea he fought on the Friday this completely slipped
0: but, on tomorrow but it, was
1: a, it was a complete tune up I haven't watched the whole fight I've watched bits of it and he's just throwing he's throwing arm punches he's like his opponent is nowhere near his level and uh, he could have probably put him away inside a round or two but he's just kind of there not 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 doing anything with his legs just kind of you know winging punches at his opponent it was so mm. weird yeah that's frustrating uh, And I mean he's done that before like, like. Takes fights in between and um, and looks looks pretty pretty terrible and then brings it back for the big ones. But there's only He's so done much that you can quite, do quite that. a lot of times, I think. Um, yeah. I
0: can't remember if it was is it Iran Diaz he fought and he looked really bad for like a long while in that fight. I think it was Iran Diaz. Yes. Iran. Rings a bell. But
1: yeah. Um, rings a bell, but I'm very bad at remembering who who most people fought without a bring up the box, work, So um,
0: <laughs> you, you little keyboard, you little keyboard fan. I'm, I knew you're a casual. Yeah, I'm a total casual. <laughs> I um yeah no, I, I think it's an interesting one because obviously we talked about Saweong's side before, but he obviously he had a horrendous game plan in the rematch, right? It's one of the all-time great
1: what the hell it was blunders. Really, really, really dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: It's uh, <laughs> yeah no, it was it was definitely strange, but and we've talked about this before and I think we both had a similar read on this we both thought that Estrada was starting to figure him out in Southport at the end of the first fight yeah and I've watched it back not recently but since I've watched that back before I would agree uh, I'm, I'm prone to agree with that take um but are uh, you still there by the way it's gone very well yeah I'm okay. yeah. yeah um uh, yeah no um and I think, you know, perhaps that's what's prompted, obviously, the the, the switch to Orthodox for the rematch. Um,
1: yeah, I think he did say, I think he said that specifically after the fight. Um, he wanted to give him a new look, so he trained in uh, Orthodox. So I think he did say that in one of the interviews. Um, I
0: think, yeah, that's, uh, I, I appreciate the effort, Srisaket, um, but I don't think that's the way to go about it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, yeah I, I think if you're going to become a switch hitter, you need to practice it against someone less good than Estrada as your first time doing it. Like, yeah, it's
0: probably not ideal to, like, try new stuff against, you know, one of the pound-for-pound pound best boxers on the planet, but who yeah. am I to say? I'm, I'm, no, uh, I'm no genius myself. <laughs> um, well, no, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Oh, he's too kind, I'm blushing. Um, yeah, no, I, I remember what... Uh, I think one of the things we talked about is that you know, I, I, I really like watching Soran Versailles because he's so bloody strange. Um he's one of those guys that I've never seen someone who he's got such a natural sense of timing and just like, um, you know, the way he times those bull rushes when he comes in and, uh, you know, uh, blitzes you. I would say blitz, but it's more lumbering than that. You know, this weird yeah. combination of power, insane durability, and just this freaky sense of timing without much use of a yeah. conventional jab.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's something I think I've, we, we, we talked about this before, haven't we, where he, um, he ties to the bounce of the feet, I think yeah exactly he he ties the bounce of the feet, he watches what his opponent's doing and then he moves. And it's uh, a lot of people um misread him because he's seen you know he is mechanically pretty crude, he's not you know his defenses are uh, mostly just making his opponent not want to throw with him rather than doing anything really 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 technically solid, but he's just his timing is just. Fantastic. Uh, you know, you compare him to someone like Sean Porter. Their their tools are similar in what they in what they bring. And Porter probably probably has more defensive. Um, no. <laughs> to, well, I would say Porter knows how to. I don't know. I'm probably being a bit unfair. He's, he's more. Is, he's a lot. I is, think Porter's a lot. Not a lot more, but he's got more defensive
0: nuance to him than the Desai, yeah. whose yeah. main defensive tool is I'm big. I'm
1: powerful. Don't exactly. hit me and piss me off. Exactly. That's <laughs> precisely what I was trying to get across there. Offense but is Rumble's the best defence. Yeah, but room timing is um, fantastic, and Portis timing is not. So um, So there's a level of difference there.
0: Tell it to him straight, Lukash. Tell it to him straight. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and I think this is what we talked about, is that Estrada had success in the first fight in that last mm-hmm. round because... He started to be a little more unconventional. I think, um, yeah, it's more unorthodox, so more difficult for sort of one side to read.
1: Um, yeah, throws off his six back, senses. Yeah, it goes back a little to what we were saying about the mechanics as well. Because um, in that in that last round of that fight, like the mechanics were all wrong. If you were teaching conventional punching, he was you know leaning off to the side and throwing punches from there and all sorts of crazy stuff. But um, that made it just. You know no one's prepared for that, no one's ready for that kind of um kind of boxing and you probably couldn't keep it up at twelve rounds you just wouldn't have the legs for it apart from anything else but um yeah but yeah I think there was an element of of uh, having worked out what uh, room size strengths a little bit
0: yeah um and it, it's it's quite an interest yeah I think it's a really interesting fight because I don't think there's loads of examples I can think of when you've got a scenario like that where because, um, you know, Saul Rungversai isn't exactly conventional himself. Um, he really isn't. Yeah. But it, I, I don't know, I think it's an interesting one because he's stylistically, I always thought of him as, as pretty unique in what he does in a lot of ways. Um, I can't think of that many guys at that level who do what Saul Rungversai does in the way that he does it.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's any, not anyone in my sort of memory. No.
0: There's probably
1: been some, some obscure guys back in the back in the day where, you know, the historians might be able to tell us. but um, Yeah, Carl is raging
0: right yeah. now, screaming names in his seat. Um yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, there's, there's definitely guys who are like, you know, obviously, srizaket has got more to him than just being a weight bully. Uh, but, you know, he does undoubtedly uh, rely on the fact that he's a,
1: a physical, yeah. bu- absolute bull of a man. Um, yeah. Although, I, yeah. I think we've talked about this before as well. I think, he makes people think that he is more physically dominant than he actually is. Like um, that was also part of the um, the turnaround in the first round, in the first fight between um, Estrada and him, where I think Estrada towards the end of the fight realised that if you catch him at the right timing, he does pause his advances. Yeah. Like he, you know he does uh, he does uh, he does play mind games as much as he's actually that physically intimidating. Obviously, you don't want to be hit by him, but he's. Um, <laughs> he's a little bit, he's probably more vulnerable to being hit than he lets
0: on. Yeah, no, for sure. I think he's got a really good poker face, um, yeah. a r- really good poker, because f- I, I think as well, like obviously the Choc fight, um, you know, he takes absolutely everything and stuff, but as well, mm-hmm. Choc is obviously not a big super flyweight by any stretch. And he was still, you know, he, so wrong I kept on coming. Um, you know, there were moments where he legitimately did like pause for a second to register. Oh, I'm in a, I might be in a little bit of pain here. Um, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I don't think he's necessarily, I would say he's teeth tough, but he's not like an Iron Man in the mold of, of some guys like uh, like Kyle, one of Kyle's favorites, Sun Kil Moon. Um, you know, I don't think yeah. he's invulnerable as some people kind of mythologize him
1: as being, yeah, yeah. He's a little oh. bit like Berbeev, Hebb- like that. He gives off the aura of being a monster rather than. Uh, I'd say be, Arthur you know, is more vulnerable than Cat. He is. He definitely is. I mean, uh, he got obviously not got knocked down by um, Callum Johnson and all that kind of thing. But they both have the same thing where they get into opponent's heads and um, make them go backwards, and make them not want to. Oh yeah, that's terrifying. When really, yeah.
0: I think a lot of it is that aura as well. Yeah, I completely agree. Because, you know, Butterbyev isn't like some glass chinned, you know, uh, front runner who just falls apart. Yeah. Um, he's not, not um... naming names, Sergey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he, he's, you know, he took some good shots. of the I
1: was thinking of who's the other um, Absolutely terrible boxer. Has a. There's a few of them going around you're going to have yeah, to oh, really uh,
0: Kuryashov Dmitry Kuryashov that's the
1: guy that's yeah. the
0: guy oh, he's great though I love watching him <laughs> <laughs> honestly, he's hilarious I remember watching him against, um was it Duradola? Duradola? I don't know how to pronounce it but, um hmm. and the other one was Dotykos, wasn't it? yeah and yeah, <laughs> I remember some of the takes on Twitter that was like, Kudy is going to beat everyone by knockout inside the first six rounds. Yeah. And I was like, you've never watched Kurdy fight the last like two rounds.
1: Uh-huh, yeah. It's yes. that. <laughs> yeah. All right. It,
0: if I could describe Kurdy in under five words, it would be melt or be melted. <laughs> and I like that. Yep. I think that's pretty perfect. That sums him up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, moving back to, to to the super flyweight. So, yeah, Estrada, um, Sorongasai hopefully is next, and uh, Chocolito Aoka, and seeing the winners would be ideal. Um, I'm going to pretend Car yeah. just doesn't exist, because, yeah. I mean, he's no got no else. belt, he's not
1: there. He's, he's, he's irrelevant. He's <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I don't know which one he is, like WBA, or whatever, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, that sanctioning body never existed.
1: Um, but, mm. yeah,
0: I... Uh, Moving on away from from that then um, we've got a couple more things to, to discuss. Um, the first one that I want to, to bring up, mainly because I know you're going to be uh, you're always you're always keen to talk about him, is uh, is David Benavides was back, um, or David was back last yeah. weekend.
1: Um,
0: and yes, he to, was. To my knowledge, he made weight.
1: He did make weight, and he looked. I mean. I didn't watch the fight super carefully, but he looked good. He, you know, his opponent was it was it was a, more or less a tune-up fight. I think there might have been a mandatory no, um, not a mandatory thing, but his uh, uh, ranking thing going on there, playing for a ranking. But um, yeah, he looked he looked like he, do, he usually does. He still he still squares up his feet more often than we want him to. But um, you know, yeah, that's, I think it's going to take him. Up. Yeah, he looks like he. The thing is, I think when you watch him, he looks like he's been working on it. Like. Um, for the most part, he does now step and slide. He didn't used to. You know, he used to just walk around. Now he does step and slide, and he tries to keep his feet. But then he gets excited, and he just squares up, and that's <laughs> that's going to be very difficult for him to get rid of. Yeah, I mean, it does help that he's an
0: absolute monster of a man, and physically is an absolute beast. Um, you know, uh, I've, I've spoken to you about it before, Lukash, but I've uh, I've been privy to him sparring with some fighters who I won't name out, out of respect. Uh, but who are also physical beasts, and uh they were basically saying he was absolute hell uh to to spar with um, because he never stops coming forward and you can't dissuade him
1: yeah I can imagine yeah he's, uh, he loves it he loves a war, which is weird because he's probably at his best well he's probably at his best counter punching but on the front foot, but you know that's a yeah. whole different story as a, as yeah a, yeah.
0: And uh, you know, I think he's I think he's a good fighter. I'd say he's probably one of one of the top guys. Obviously, he's behind Plant. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> obviously, I'm only saying this to wind you up, um, kind of. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to see him against Canelo. I think you know Can, Canelo um, obviously um, would be a sizable
1: favourite, but I think it'd be a yeah. cool all Mexican
0: clash. Yeah.
1: I think out of all the, regardless of who we think is better out of Plan and whoever else is around at these weights, um, I think just stylistically he's probably the hardest, um, the toughest fight for Canelo, which is, doesn't you know, it might not end up being a tough fight, but um, I don't think any of the others really give Canelo any challenge, and Benavides might if Benavides can stop him Canelo from getting around him, and Canelo's you know we've talked about Canelo's footwork, um, it's fantastic for what he does but it's not fast and yeah. he's not gonna he's not gonna be turning benavides with his feet constantly which is i think we both agree going to be benavides's biggest weakness yeah um, yeah I I know. so so um in, in that respect if he doesn't find other ways to turn benavides i think um there will be moments when canelo is concerned other the volume coming back in
0: yeah yeah no that's very fair oh we've uh, you've given a controversial take Benavidez might give canelo a rough time and my dog is now barking his ass off uh he's Your he's dog the bad is a bad take watch fan of her. Yeah. yeah no he's a big fan of ginger uh he loves his mexican beef what can i say um but <laughs> i um yeah no moving on then to a couple of last touching points we uh, so we've talked about Choc Estrada. What were we, what else were we going to talk about? Am I, I'm getting we're on. We're going to talk
1: about um, Lee McGregor. We were going to talk about Lee McGregor and um, our man Lee Wiley. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Ben we'll lavish some praise on him
0: then, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I remember watching McGregor against Cash Farouk. Um, and I remember it being a really shit decision. Do you remember
1: Farouk got, like, completely jobbed? Yeah, yeah. It was a... Uh, Faruk definitely won that fight mate. yeah it was an awful I think decision we, we are a little bit in danger of you know do good things in that fight, but it was fairly clear who won was, uh, oh, I
0: don't think you know. it was I don't think it was that close either um, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I remember speaking to um, to Lee about it actually um, and I'm sure he'd be fine with me, me sharing this because it's not like particularly confidential information or whatever um, but when when Lee came along at first. Um, he was saying um, that McGregor was was really killing himself to make the weight, um, mm-hmm. which I completely can see because he's huge. Yeah,
1: um,
0: and and as well, his style was inefficient. Um, we'll yeah. yeah, Sorry, I've just had a, a wee interruption. Um, my mm-hmm. my dad my dad telling him, <laughs> That's not embarrassing. Um, yeah, no, uh, Lee McGregor. Um, was fighting a pretty inefficient style, um, and it was one where I was—I I can see potential there, but I didn't expect him to look as good that quickly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the thing—it's the thing that I've been—I uh, was really impressed with. He just reworked his um, everything. His sta- his stance is different. His—he moved. He was moving forwards instead of backwards. He was throwing body shots. You know. But beforehand he had this stance where he was he was a back foot fighter when he put too much weight on his back foot and taking you know taking himself a bit of balance, taking power out of his shots and it's just a complete opposite, it's so impressive how quickly how quickly he just completely changed his whole style it's, uh, it's such
0: a weird style as well he used to have for a guy of his size it made yeah. absolutely no sense whatsoever
1: yeah.
0: um, you've got a guy who's huge for the weight who. Has the physicality to back guys up, and, and by all accounts, um, from what Lee has has mentioned to me, he's uh, that's something they've you know well, you can see in the performance they've been working on it. But um, you know, someone who can back guys up, and you know, he was uh, I think Lee spot on this inefficient style, where quite frankly, it's just a bit, it seemed a bit of just a bizarre choice.
1: Yeah, he didn't really have a plan. I think he had, well, he had things that he wanted to do, but it was all. You know, a little bit of a counter, a little bit of see what his opponent's doing. He wasn't setting things up. And, uh, I think, yeah. him, obviously, obviously yesterday he was very much setting up his body shots and chasing them. Uh, I think I'll, I would say it sound one note of warning. It's probably fair to say that, um, his opponent, uh, Gareffi was his name? Yeah, something like that. Probably mangled that. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's probably fair to say that he prepared for the old McGregor. And so, opponents who, uh, who are ready for what's coming at them, you know, they'll find a few more weak spots. So he might not smash out everyone the same way, but this McGregor will be much more difficult to deal with, even when you know he's coming. Uh, Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. And, you know, if that, in that short space of time, if you can make that much improvement, um, then, you know, it's really encouraging (laughs) seeing what's going forward and stuff. Uh, You know, I'm calling it now. We've got, we've got the Scottish Saul Alvarez on our hands. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so we've yeah, got no. Scottish, we've got the
1: <laughs> Scottish chocolate Tito and the Scottish salad albaroos. Fair
0: play. Yeah, yeah, and the, don't forget the Scottish Lomachenko, Josh Taylor. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I've heard that one a few, more than a few times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, you know, and I'm, I'm super happy for Lee, uh, both Lees. Yeah. um yeah, and, and for Ben. Um, you know yeah. I, I, I've disagreed with Ben on stuff in the past but one thing I will credit with him with is um, you know and, and obviously I, I I think it's visible what improvements McGregor's had under under Wiley um, you know yeah. I, I don't know how much of that was down to Ben and what, what not but yeah. it doesn't seem to be a coincidence to me that when, when Lee comes along Lee number two looks significantly better
1: yeah. Although I'm not sure was um was <laughs> McGregor with Davidson before Lee joined up? I think it's quite a new partnership anyways you know? he uh, so not? I'm not sure. Yeah, no, that might be
0: I think,
1: I think be it was somewhere nice else before. But um I think it was somewhere else before. But yeah, I think it's also fair to say, you know, um credit to Ben Davidson for getting the right people on board, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: um, that's what I was gonna say
0: talent spotting, because everyone yeah. knows Lee's really, really good at this, yeah. but no yeah. one's ever taken a gamble, really. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no complete credit to Ben, um, yeah. because, you know, it is a skill in itself, building a really strong team. Um, yeah. So, good on him. And, you know, yeah. I, I appreciate him giving Lee a chance, because we obviously
1: yeah.
0: all know how good yeah. Lee is. Yeah. Um, yeah no, this is actually a, a, a Lee appreciation podcast now. We've uh, it's not even Taylor talks boxing anymore. It's Taylor talks Lee Wiley mm-hmm. with a few guests. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah no, yeah. it was it was really great to see, and, and it's encouraging because we've seen British fighters be let down by coaching so many times, um, so yeah. many times. Uh, I'm not naming anyone. Joe Gallagher. And, uh, <laughs> no, but in all, in all jokes aside, uh, all respect to Joe for what he does. But, you know, we, we haven't quite ever been able to produce our own top coaches,
1: I feel, in a long while now. Mm. Uh, apart yeah, from Yeah, we've Tindé. got a couple, but there's not, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tunde is a star, but. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Renoso
0: learns from, Renoso, Renoso learns everything he knows from, uh, from Tunde. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lions in the camp. And, uh, yeah no, I I like the I like what I saw from McGregor and I'm, I'm excited to see him in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, in a, a did we have one? I swear we had one more thing we were going to talk about.
1: We were going to mention uh, we were going to mention for because a couple of people did ask the the fight site um, on the, on Twitter. Um, are we going to be talking about um, Virgil Ortiz? <coughs> we're pretty much not. Because um, we're recording this on Saturday night. Saturday night before the fight happens, but by the time you hear this, it will be sometime in the week, and the fight will have happened. So um, it doesn't seem much point previewing the fight. That's going to have been finished by the time you hear this. But
0: yeah, no, but I it, think um, that makes yeah. that makes perfect sense. And uh, yeah, no, I um, I'm just quickly sorry. I'm just quickly looking um, the. Uh, the Glaucki the, Glaraki, the Glaraki fight, just just quickly checking up on it. Oh it's it's, it's just a, started. Yeah.
1: They're just getting in the they're just in the ring. So
0: Okay, nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah no I, I don't really want to talk about Virgil Ortiz as well because hey, I, I don't know I don't have a clue who he's fighting tonight.
1: He's fighting um what's his name? Hooker. So it's a pretty oh, decent yeah, step up of course. for course.
0: Oh yeah no 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 that yeah. is I remember hearing about that before, mm. but I it's um He's really slipped my mind. Oh, that's actually a that's an okay mm. fight.
1: I don't think loads of Hooker. I don't yeah, think he's going to be the guy to. Yeah, I think Hooker is, would start. Yeah, I think Hooker would stylistically be good enough. To, uh, would have the style to expose the flaws, but his mentality. If I'm thinking of the right fights, I, um, I think he's. Uh, he's likely to wilt fight, a little great. bit under the pressure. Yeah, he's gonna, he will. I think he's going to wilt under the pressure.
0: He will. Like if he fought yeah. the best
1: he possibly can. He probably could give Ortiz trouble, but I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to fold under the pressure. Yeah, I agree. So, I, 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 and I
0: think I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and I fully expect Hooker to uh, have been stopped inside the distance and I fully expect yeah. everyone to be absolutely glowing about Ortiz.
1: Yeah, and then me and you just going, mm, you know, he's he's good, he's good. He, he's, not, he's not going to be a... Top 10, but and then people yeah. get really mad at us.
0: Oh, yeah, no, no, I, I can't wait because we've now got this on record, like on recording. So, we yeah. like, and there's going to be a, a certain group of people who will say, Oh, you're, you're haters, you're just coming up with excuses before they've even thought yeah. But no, um, no, <laughs> quite frankly, no, um, I don't yeah. think could is the guy.
1: Yeah, I do feel bad about grinching about Tejlor um, Ortiz because he seems a really like he's a really nice nice guy. He's got his feet on the ground. He's a he's um, <laughs> not all the time, you know. Sorry, but at the, at the same time, he also thinks he's got good de- good defense. So you know, it's, um, yeah, it's concerning. Um, but more
0: importantly, we'll get on to very briefly touch on on one of my favorite topics. Apparently, NS Lipanets has been confirmed.
1: Oh yes. To right, honest. The true um, best prospect at that way is a. Uh, if not the sport, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I'm extremely
1: excited for that. So
0: excited. Yeah. Well, mainly because I'm just happy. Um, I'm happy. Hold on. Akoli is walking to doing the ring walk to his own rap tune. It's saying here. Yep. He's got his own song called TKO, and it's on yep. YouTube. And I. Now want Glavasky to win uh, by knockout, preferably.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, sadly,
1: I mean, sadly it's not going to happen. Weirdly, I like Akoli, like not do, not I in like any him. logical way, not in any logical way. And I don't like watching him fight, and but just there's something he does something right, and he's obviously doing something right in the ring because he keeps taking steps up and winning them. So I really like him. I think he's yeah. uh, he's
0: borderline unwatchable half the time,
1: yeah. but he's uh,
0: he seems like a really nice dude. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I've I've got a, a, admittedly, I have a soft spot for him. Um, yeah. I have done for a while now, but I, uh, I, and I'm expecting him to get the job done tonight. Um, I don't think, <laughs> okay, you told uh-huh. me, bef- blah, 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 Christoph, let's just go for Christoph. Yeah. Um, just, Christoph, just, just to confirm, Christoph for Glavatsky. Glavatsky, that's the one. Just to confirm for, for those who are listening in, um, before we started, I pronounced it as Glawacki uh, and Lukasz who's a resident Polish expert uh, you know being Polish oh. um, <laughs> um yeah uh, corrected me but since then we've said so many names that uh, it's got lost in the in the ling- in the lingo uh <laughs> but I'm uh, very disappointed in you Glawacki, Glawacki that's the one <laughs> um but yeah uh, I'm expecting him to get the job done tonight I, I used to think that O'Coley would be the kind of guy who'd just get iced like from a big right hand because his defense wasn 't good enough but he 's if anything he 's very effective um,
1: and, yeah, he's uh, just he 's probably just the most awkward fighter in the sport and you know there 's something to be said for awkwardness he 's never going to be pretty but yeah no
0: I, uh, I completely agree i I would say um, he has looked obviously better under chairman Grigan as well a little more offensive minded. Hmm. Um, I would, personally, I don't think it suits him, and I would much rather he go back to clinch tactics. I miss borderline unwatchable Lawrence Acoli. Uh, yeah, I'm not here to enjoy myself. Boxing is pain. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to to wake up tomorrow morning, and, and I'm not going to watch it now, um, but I, I, I might watch it tomorrow unless something bad happens. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. Uh, Ennis Lipinets, great fight and a nice step up for Ennis. Expecting him to look good against a pretty damn crude fighter in Lipinets, who's who's yeah. game and tough, but not really yeah. much there in terms of legs. He's a,
1: he's, a, he's a Lipinets is a good gatekeeper to the top. Like if you if you look good against Lipinets, I mean he's getting to the age now where he's going to be dropping off a bit. But if you look good against Lipinets, you're probably world class. But like he himselfs. You know, borderline on that on, on that border, he's not going to win the world titles, really. But oh yeah, but if,
0: you be, a... if you him, if you
1: beat him, if you beat him, you're you're in the world title picture.
0: And it's worth remembering that even though he's getting up there in age, he's got so little mileage on him in terms of actual fights. He's he hasn't had that many fights, and even though he's taken some real damage in some of them, um, he's I think he's only had like he had like no amateur fights either. Um, so yeah, okay. he's he's fairly in terms of mileage and like. You know, uh, on the, on the clock and whatever. He, he's still pretty fresh, fair enough, but he's not as good at welterweight as he was at, at light welter. Um,
1: yeah, that, that's fair, fair, fair to say too.
0: Yeah, um, and, and hopefully Ennis shows who the, uh, the real pound for pound prospect number one is. Um, yeah,
1: but yeah. it's, um, it's, uh, Um, I was going to say someone ridiculous but I couldn't bring anyone to mind so I'm going to have to leave that thing
0: (laughs) and on that note I believe I've just checked the time and it's the one hour five minute mark Um, it's generally I think that's generally a a good time to conclude a podcast mainly because we don't want to be going two hours uh, and everyone kind of get
1: bored we'll we'll do the uh, we'll do the Schneider cut you know uh, in a couple of years time release a four hour edition of this podcast yeah no for sure
0: <laughs> and uh, oh topical I like it Lucas um <laughs> and uh, I haven't actually seen that yet um I, and I don't and, plan uh, on
1: seeing it um I'll probably see it at some stage you know down the line I'm not excited to see it now but
0: yeah I'll, I'll put it on the record that I think Snyder's an overrated hack
1: and uh, see, I think he's a uh, not very good director but I think he's uh I mean he's overrated by some people but um He's uh, I find him more interesting than JJ Abrams so you know.
0: Oh yeah, no but that's a... just Abrams is fucking terrible. Um <laughs> <laughs> like literally that guy I can't the only film I've liked from JJ Abrams I, I can only think of one. Can you guess what it is?
1: If it Mission Impossible 3? Cuz that was a genuinely good film.
0: I haven't seen that, but I'll take your word for it. The only J.J. Abrams film I've, I think I've ever liked is Star Trek Into Darkness. And I didn't even love that. I just thought it was
1: crap. See. See, I, I I hated Into Darkness. Not that it was, you know, watching it was fun, but it was so stupid. Um yeah. It just, you know, the first one was, I preferred the first one. Yeah,
0: yeah. I thought the first one was good as well. Was that J.J. Abrams as well, though?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, it was. Okay, yeah. I, I liked them too. I thought they were both okay. I enjoyed the second one.
1: Um, I watched yeah. it again recently. Yeah, the second one's quite fun, it's just so, like, I think we've got slightly off the boxing subject here, but uh, it's just so many, you know... it Welcome the to Taylor Talks
0: podcast, uh, Taylor Talks yeah. film. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was... I haven't seen the original Wrath of Khan. Um, I probably yeah. should oh, at yeah. some point.
1: Yeah, it's a decent film. I'm not a big Trekkie, so I didn't have that connection to it anyway, but I did watch the Wrath of Khan just a little bit before, before I watched uh, Into Darkness. Anyway... Grovatsky is um, beating up, um, well he's not beating him up, but he's timing him well. So, oh nice, um.
0: okay, I'm going to switch over to that in a
1: second then, um, but what I will say
0: is thank you so much for joining me Lukash. and um, honestly... No
1: thank you for having me. I'm,
0: yeah, no, um, now that I've, I've, we've had this conversation obviously, I've decided mm. that uh, I'm going to be inviting you back far more often than you're probably comfortable with, so uh, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're you're now yeah. pretty much yeah. uh, tied in. Welcome to Taylor and Lucas
1: talks boxing, everyone. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> um, we might yeah, have
1: no, to we, d- we. we might have to do a big gap when I move house and have to sort out of my new internet. But after that, I'm I'm good. To yeah, run. no, don't worry. This
0: yeah. I'll go on a sabbatical around that time.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> a long a long hiatus.
0: But uh, but yeah, no, thank you yeah. so much for joining me, and hope you enjoy this, mm-hmm. guys. And uh, yeah, it's it's good to be back. and, and yeah. next week I will be. Slightly less busy, hopefully at some point. I doubt it actually, but I will try my best. Um and I will get a another podcast in where I will be able to answer some more questions. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me, Lukash, and hope you have a great night. Uh Coley Well yeah,
1: let's go, even though I <laughs> should be supporting the other guy. <laughs> okay. all right. Yeah. Have yeah, no problem at
0: all. Right, have a good one. See you later, yeah. mate. Yeah. Bye.